Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita, and back with me after a brief hiatus and failing to do all of his responsibilities this week, namely the meme stream on the Facebook group, <laughs> is Justin the Hilly Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, I've been in the Christmas spirit, and with that, I've been doing a whole lot of not shit other than yeah, playing video games, off like a motherfucker. hanging out with my kids. So it's uh, it's been a good week. Uh, my my wife is not happy with me either because apparently she wants to actually spend time with me, and and all I've been interested in doing is like playing video games and drinking all week. So that's <laughs> she, the kids. Yeah, she must be, be gone crazy. This, yeah, the kids will be gone this weekend. She'll have she'll have. Two full days to uh, of me all to herself. So um, she can she can suck yeah, it up. My guess days. my guess is she's gonna get sick of that after about uh, six or seven hours. I, I doubt it lasts that long. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, so I am in Mexico for the time being. I'm supposed to be flying to Milwaukee today. They've already canceled my flight from. So believe it or not, it's ridiculously cheaper to fly from. PV direct to Chicago and Chicago to Milwaukee than it is to just fly directly to Chicago. It's like an $800 price difference on a one-way ticket last time I checked. So yeah, I was just like, all right, I'll just fly directly into Milwaukee. And I booked this ticket like two months ago when I was planning Christmas. Last night, I'm at Costco, which was a fucking zoo. A got. What is everybody in Mexico doing at Costco at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night? Why? Like, it had nothing to do with this. One's like, oh, it's because it's like right before Christmas. I was like, these motherfuckers are not Christmas shopping. They're buying paper towels and eating hot dogs. Like, get the fuck out of here. There's like 10,000 people in this guy. It was a nightmare. And like, as I'm checking out and I'm trying to like order my fucking Uber and shit, I get the notification that they've canceled my flight from well i just said cancel the flight so i was like ah fuck i'm gonna get stuck in mexico they've already canceled it um but then i looked into it and it was the the second leg of my journey from chicago to milwaukee which i had originally booked for friday and then when i found out that there's like the blizzard of the century allegedly according to all these fucking corporate press talking heads that i don't believe i tried to move it up as like you know, as far as I could, I was going to try to fly out Wednesday and beat the storm. There were no, but it had to be the same type of flight. You know, it had to be on the same airline and you couldn't like upgrade to like economy or like, I think I was in basic economy. So like, whatever. Um, and so there were no Wednesday flights that the, to change my flight to Wednesday would have cost like an additional $3,000 not doing that. Um, so I, I pushed it to Thursday and hopefully, you know, the earliest flight out of here was like two o'clock and the storm's supposed to get there right around two. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they've canceled my leg from Chicago to Milwaukee. They automatically rebooked me on the most retarded flight I could think of from the, it leaves the same time, 730 tonight out of Chicago, but it goes to New Jersey. And then I'm supposed to spend the night in New Jersey and fly to Milwaukee tomorrow morning. Yeah. And they just do that without it. Like, send me. How about like, you know, they're sending me all these automated text messages. Be like, hey, we're about to book you on the most retarded flight ever. That will probably get fucked up 10 more times. 
would you like us to do that? Yes or no, like text yes, <laughs> instead of just automatically doing it. Now, as I was complaining to you before we turned on the mics, I got to figure out how to cancel the second and third flights without losing my first one. Otherwise, I'm checking a bag and it's going to you know, be going all over the country and end up at the Milwaukee airport. And I'm not going to be there to get it. And I have Christmas gifts in there and some other shit. So I'm trying to avoid that. I'm going to have to explain to these guys at the airport, like, don't check this bag all the way to Milwaukee <laughs> if you can't cancel these flights. The other thing I did, because I was like, I was like, well, maybe I could just fly out Wednesday night, just buy like a one way, see what that's going to cost. So I went into the Hopper app and Hopper was still offering me flight insurance on my Friday flight because they didn't realize that I changed the, the flight. I bought it on Hopper. I changed it directly on United. And for like 80 bucks, I can buy insurance on my Friday flight, which is like Friday is supposed to be the blizzard day. And if it gets if any part of that journey gets delayed by more than an hour i get a full refund and if it gets canceled i get a full refund so i was like yeah bet 80 to win like 550 i'll i'll take it so i did that and then of course the fucking first thing to get canceled is the actual thursday flight but whatever it's all gonna work out i'm sure we'll um, end up somewhere in the united states anyway yeah i think my sister might come down and pick me up today because I left my car in Milwaukee last week because all that other shit. Um, or I'll take up train or something tomorrow. It's not as long as I can make it to Chicago. It's not the end of the world. But uh, yeah, I don't know why anybody wants to live in the Midwest. What a goddamn hell ride that is. It's going to be like fucking 20 degrees below zero blizzard conditions, 40 mile an hour winds. Yeah, starting around 4.30 or so this afternoon, the temperature is supposed to drop from low 40s into, like, teens, and then it's supposed to start getting really windy. It's supposed to start, it's uh, going to be a progression, from what they say, it's going to be a progression of rain to freezing rain to uh, sleet, snow mix, uh, and then tomorrow is going to be like 4 degrees uh, with the uh, the high of four degrees, a low of negative seven, and a wind chill of like negative twenty five, so awesome. my ass will not be leaving this house tomorrow. Yeah, my sister's like, why didn't you just stay in Milwaukee when you were there last week? And I was like, well, a number of reasons, but I don't want to fucking be in Milwaukee for a week <laughs> when I could be here for a week. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we'll see if this works out. It's gonna be a, a my guess is a fucking terrifying landing into Chicago if this flight actually takes off and I'm already like a fucking paranoid traveler, I might have to stop at the pharmacy and get some Valium or something. Knock me out. Uh, anyway, wish me luck on that. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Let's get into it. It's been a while since our last broadcast and we have, so you want to start with the Zelensky stuff since that was just last night, or do you want to do the Twitter stuff? Let's do the Twitter stuff. I think the Twitter, I think the Twitter stuff is more engaging personally. Like the Zelensky stuff is kind of what we expect at this point. Um, you know, we'll, we can talk about that at the, towards the end. Okay. So we got like five more dumps of Twitter files and you wouldn't know that based on the media coverage of it, <laughs> unless you're on like actual Twitter and you're seeing um, the, the dump of files, the, the media seemed wildly disinterested did did they cover it at all other than to say like oh there's nothing to see here this isn't a big deal aside from like tucker talking about it on his show there has been no mainstream coverage of anything that's been released from the twitter fossil i mean it's kind of obvious why because all of it is revealing everything that the right-wing conspiracy theorists have been saying for literally years but it's, yeah, there has been nothing, not a peep out of anybody. I don't, they aren't even the, the um, like the high profile lefty like journalists and stuff. They're not even coming out to try to debunk any of it. They're just like ignoring it entirely like it never happened. Yeah, they just they eye roll it like we eye roll January 6th. We're like, oh, God, here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, And this is like a much bigger fucking deal. <laughs> um. 
And we'll we'll get to those journalists that that got uh, banned or kicked off of Twitter briefly in, in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that came out of these files, I mean, it was things that you and I have been talking about and libertarians have been talking about. And like you said, the so-called right wing conspiracy theorists have been talking about a lot of this stuff. So it, it wasn't really news to us. It was just like one more fucking instance of us being right about literally everything particularly over the last two years, uh, two and a half years or so. I mean, like we've just been like spot on calling everything for exactly what it was. But yet now we're finding out that like the FBI was paying Twitter millions of dollars. Like I think it was three and a half million or something. The last uh, figure I saw to um, police Twitter per their instruction, like it really is just fucking unbelievable. It's worse than I thought it was. I, I didn't realize they were paying them money to do this as well. Like they're getting reimbursed. So I bet you that the, the Twitter employees are are saying like, oh, this is how much time we spent on this project and that one. And they get reimbursed via the taxpayer through the FBI for silencing the taxpayers and <laughs> and propagandizing That's the American people. Anybody making the it's a private company, bro, argument that's been thrown out the window. Like we were saying this all along when they were when it was very obvious that they were deliberately uh, silencing certain people on the platform, like taking away anybody that was saying anything negative against the covid regime. Anybody that was saying anything positive and like the way of just not being a complete uh, TDS psychopath uh after they took trump off they took a whole bunch of invest actual actual investigative journalists off of the platform who were revealing all of the stuff that's going on the suppression of the new york post like when all of this stuff was happening we were all saying like no it's not a private company this stuff is being orchestrated by the federal government specifically the fbi and there's CIA money that's been tied up in all of the big social media companies for as long as they've been around. Like, this is not a private company. They are being dictated what to do by the federal government. And everybody's like, oh, no, you're just some conspiracy nut job. It's it's a private company. And then here we are. All of the Twitter files have effectively said, yes, all of the things that we said. There was deliberate suppression of anything that went against the COVID regime. There was deliberate suppression of right wing personalities specifically donald trump and a bunch of others there was specific there was a deliberate suppression of actual investigative journalists who were covering stuff that was going on the fbi had twitter remove accounts had twitter suppress the the new york post yeah like all of this stuff that we were saying that we were called conspiracy theorists for the Twitter files show that it's 100% true. And it's not just like Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss saying, yeah, Elon told us it's true. Like they're bringing receipts. They've got copies of all the emails and all of this, like uh, all of this back and forth where high up ranking, high ranking officials within Twitter and high ranking officials within the FBI are having conversations and they're telling them this is what you're going to take down and this is what you're going to suppress and this is what you're going to shadow ban. That uh, Dr. J. Bhattacharya was shadow banned on Twitter before he ever even had a Twitter account. Like they they preemptively <laughs> they <just> anticipated it. <laughs> yeah, they preemptively took him down. Yeah, it, it was just so obvious, at least to me, that it wasn't a free market phenomenon. Like everything was going in one direction. It just so happened to line up with the government's agenda. And it's just like, yeah, no, they're technically they're a private company, but they're either being strong armed by the government or they're just in cahoots with the government. And they're actually getting paid for all this stuff, or maybe like a combination of both. Ironically, the people that are like private company, bro, they're they're the ones that are calling us fascists when this is literal fascism, where it's just like, yeah, the government basically um, lets you run the, your private company the way they see fit. And you they, you know, they come after you through excessive regulation and, uh, you know, veiled threats and things like that. So you do their bidding for them and they get to sidestep all of the constitutional um, roadblocks that would be in place. Well, right. Everything that they're doing and everything that this is like 
on the books brought evidence that shows it the things that they do were direct violations of the constitution like these ever everybody in a government of uh position who had something to do with twitter suppressing stuff should be fired at the least if not charged if not brought up on charges yeah yeah i wouldn't hold your breath for that they're still busy uh charging everybody that was at the capitol on january 6th uh god what yeah, I think it was uh, it was Spike Cohen. I, I saw this tweet of his. It was so funny. It was like the Constitution is basically just a giant uh, gun free zone, like a big government free zone or something like that. It's like it's the same as the gun free zone. It's just like no big government allowed in here. And it has the exact same effect. Like they just do whatever the fuck they want to do. And yeah, the people that speak out against it, you're, you're fucking gaslit, you're called all kinds of fucking names, and maybe you're silenced and and kicked off of these platforms as well. Maybe they'll, they'll even reinstate you a couple years later after everything has happened and they've gotten everything they wanted. You know, they, they managed to get Joe Biden elected. They, they buried the Hunter Biden story. They didn't just bury it. They, like, they made it impossible to even share the link in private DMs. They deactivated the the posts, New York Post's Twitter account, um, for reporting on an actual story that had merit. Now, fast forward. So there were people that were there were people that were talking about that story. They were like, they didn't actually take the story down. Like you literally could not post the link. Like if you try attempted to post the link. It gave you an error, not just on Twitter, but also on Facebook. Now, you could not, you could not physically post the link. Like when you hit post, it gave you an error that that link had been identified as dangerous or what the fuck ever, and it would not allow you to post it. Like, yeah. It didn't matter how many times you click post, it would not go through. Yeah, it's so wild. Like, like okay, yeah. they didn't. Maybe they didn't take the post down off of new york post but they wouldn't allow it to be shared and that's the same i mean that's the same difference like what what are you supposed to do like say hey go to google search for new york post and then go find this like like if you can't share the link then you effectively can't you've suppressed the article it can't be shared yeah or can you post like do like seven separate posts and just break the link up into sections <laughs> so you just copy do screenshots of the whole of the whole thing and yeah, post it like yeah. that. i'm sure they would end up taking that down too though like somebody right. I, i'm sure it somebody really, tried that yeah. it really is unbelievable though the amount of mental gymnastics that apologists will do for this sort of behavior it is it has nothing to do with the fact that it was like bad for joe biden in my opinion like if the if the tables had been turned and it was donald trump suppressing a fucking legitimate news story uh pressuring twitter to block a link that made uh a baron look bad or something you know i'd be i'd be just as fucking creeped out and upset because that's fucking bullshit and the amount of mental gymnastics <clears throat> excuse me that people will go through to apologize for this sort of thing is incredible. It, just admit like that this is this is literal fascism. The, the things that you guys claim to be against, this is incredible uh, suppression of information and, and propagandizing the American people. Like, wouldn't you just not want to be manipulated like this? Like, wouldn't you at the very least just be a little upset about that? Like they get to determine what you can read and what you can't read. How about I, I just determine that for myself? Well, and like the thing with the with the Hunter Biden story, if people actually knew what was going on with Hunter Biden, that would affect everything that's gone on for the last two years. Like they wouldn't be as supportive of the whole Ukrainian thing if they knew the backstory of Hunter in Ukraine and the jobs that he had and Burisma and the Biden connection to Ukraine and everything that's going on. Like people, people are completely clueless and all of that stuff gets suppressed too. Like that's I'm, I'm waiting for the Twitter files to come out that shows the suppression of actual truth about what's going on in Ukraine. Like, I feel like that's got to be coming at some point because people in our circles have been talking about this stuff, you know, for the last year, but it's, it doesn't make it on in the mainstream anywhere. Like 
none of that stuff ever gets out into the open where people are like, hey, did you know that in 2014, like there was this whole big coup that the U.S. and NATO staged to actually put literal Nazis in control of Ukraine because um, those people were easy to manipulate and work with the U.S. government. And then all of these like high ranking DNC officials and Congress people have nephews and children who work for all of these big energy and steel companies in Ukraine. And they're making like hundreds of millions of dollars a year, basically for no more reason than they uh, can make a phone call and get in touch with their uh, family members back at home in Congress to make sure that more money is getting funneled yeah, into 50 Ukraine. Billion here, another 50 billion there. And meanwhile, the, Zelensky, the saint that everybody's fucking slobbering all over, it's nauseating absolutely fucking nauseating watching all this shit go down but you know he's suppressing uh journalism in his country he's nationalized the media he's shut down churches he's not letting like uh he said something about like uh christians if they're worshiping a certain way he's not going to allow it um you know this is like the democracy that well we can get into that but it is absolutely fucking ridiculous and it's weird that so many people don't know about it because like it's almost like this two-headed mod like the social media stuff they can like suppress it but then you have the corporate press and they just won't talk about it or they'll just be like there's nothing to see here and it'll st instead of it being like dangerous to our democracy extremely dangerous to our democracy every single station just repeating that over and over again like fucking robots It'll be like, there's nothing to see here, nothing to see here. And that's what people will hear. And then I feel like the people that are on social media that used to watch CNN, they still follow like the CNN people on Twitter. So they're still getting the same message. They're just not getting it from cable news. They're getting it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And so, yeah, if, if the corporate press just fucking gaslights this shit and and tells you that there's nothing to see here. That's what they pick up on. One way or another, the vast majority of people pick up on that. And yeah, like years later, you're they're still clinging to like the the most ridiculous stories. Like even just like the the Charlottesville stuff is still like, oh, Trump said there were good people on both sides. And it's like Jesus Christ, dude! How many times does that have to be fucking debunked to override the programming? that these NPCs have had. It's incredible, man. And, and, like, and the more you look into the Ukraine stuff, like the more that if people actually knew what was going on, they would not believe the things they do and they would not be nearly as supportive of the whole Ukraine thing as what they are. It's just, it's absolutely insane. Like where the money goes. Oh my gosh. Like my, my wife asked me this morning, she was like, uh, did you see that the the omnibus spending bill they're going to send like another 45 billion to ukraine she's like where does all this money keep going it's like well the actual cash money that we're sending over there goes to high-ranking officials in the ukrainian government and to all of their billionaires and oligarchs and they've been using that to buy resorts in the swiss alps uh all of the military aid that we're sending that stuff's all getting turned over and sold on libyan and syrian black markets and the humanitarian aid that actually goes to the rich people in Kiev. It doesn't actually go to people in the parts of the country that have fighting going on. And yeah, I mean, the UN and, and the E or not UN, um, NATO and the EU wouldn't allow Ukraine to be a member state because they were so corrupt. Like everybody, nobody talks about that. Yeah, it's dude, it's fucking unbelievable how little oversight there is on all of this spending and they just keep doing it that that omnibus bill is over 4100 pages long did you see Rand paul's post on twitter he had it stacked up on the fucking table it's 4100 and some odd pages long and it's 1.7 trillion dollars in spending and nobody knows what the fuck's in there nobody it was written by fucking lobbyists. There's trillions of dollars going all over the place. And yeah, it's just like I, this fucking guy just keeps coming back here asking for more and more money. And everyone's patting themselves on the back like they're saving the planet 
from this, you know, this evil Russia that's going to take over the world. And we're saving, we're not just saving uh, Ukraine, we're saving democracies everywhere and blah, 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 blah. And this guy's such a fucking hero. Fuck you. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. If you if you think this war is such an important thing, then you stroke a check, Nancy Pelosi. You've got hundreds of millions of dollars. Stroke a check of your own. How about that? Sitting there clapping like a fucking seal behind him all night. God did damn it. Fucking turtle, did you see fucking Turtlehead? What's it, McConnell saying that uh, supporting Ukraine is the most important thing that we can do yeah. right now? Uh-huh. We're fully we're fully dedicated to supporting Ukraine no matter what and blah 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 blah. I'm like, dude, like how has the state of Kentucky not voted your miserable ass out yet? I mean, it's dude, it's it was so I this is like one of the things that's getting it's really getting me riled up in case you can't tell. It's it's not even eleven o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I've got energy. It, I, I I can't take it anymore. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Of all the things for them to be working on right now, we're just going to keep giving this charlatan who's complete. He's so full of shit. And oh, he shows up in like a fucking sweatshirt like he just put down his fucking M16 to run through Washington real quick. And then he's back to the front lines. Get the fuck out of here. He's not fighting in this war. Where is his suit? Imagine going to like a fucking you're going to a VC fundraise. You're trying to get forty five billion dollars from these idiots and you show up in a fucking sweatshirt and and like not jeans, but like khakis or whatever. Like, dude, put a fucking suit on. It was like, oh, well, he's like on the front lines. First of all, no, he's not. He's in fucking Washington, D.C. They have suits. It, you'd think for $45 billion, you could at least get yourself one decent fucking suit and tie and look like look presentable and stop putting on this so blatantly obvious charade of like you being this like hero guy that's standing with the troops and everything. When, like you said, you're, he's fun. You're funneling all this money to you and your fucking crony friends. You're going to be in the Swiss Alps with billions of dollars for the rest of your life. And, and the history books are going to be like, Oh, this is like Churchill and what a hero. And he's saving the fucking world, making it safe for democracy. Get the fuck out of here, man. Everybody forgets. Zelensky was a, he was an actor and a comedian. Like he's, he is a professional actor. So he knows what he's doing in terms of like playing the part and, and getting on stage and doing all the bullshit and, and making it believable. Like this is what he did professionally before he, he won almost, almost accidentally. Um, the, I'm trying to remember what the guy's name was. The guy that was in office before was the one that the U.S. and NATO actually staged the coup to put in charge. And uh, Zelensky beat him in like a a complete shocker. And that was the whole reason that there was such an uproar over Trump's phone call to Ukraine back in 2018 is because he was calling Zelensky. And the whole reason that they were so worried about this is Zelensky was the dark horse. Like he was not supposed to win. Like um, the fact that he won, like he won in spite of the uh, fort- fortification that the UN and or that NATO and and the US had had done to get their guy in in 2014. So Zelensky was not supposed to win. And the reason they were so scared of Trump having this phone call with him is because they thought. Zelensky was going to sidle up with Trump and they weren't going to be able to keep doing all of their bullshit that they have been doing since 2014. Like that's the whole reason that that was even a big deal at all to begin with is because they didn't know what to expect out of Zelensky. Turns out he's just as corrupt as everybody else. And like, they didn't have anything to worry about. And that's why you don't hear anything about the whole 2018 thing and the Trump calls to, to Ukraine and everything anymore. It's because it's come to light that he's on their side and he'll do whatever the fuck they want because he figured out, Hey, this, you know, you don't, uh, you don't shoot the cash cow in the head. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll start a fucking war for $45 billion. <laughs> and if I, you're just going to keep stroking fucking blank checks, compliments of the American taxpayer. Anytime I need something, I just got to go give like a 10 minute speech in front of fucking Congress. It, it, it is so fucking frustrating watching this, this whole operation it's so phony 
and everyone's there and it's like this big production and we're all clapping and standing and clapping and patting ourselves on the fucking back for being for saving the fucking world when they're literally robbing us blind we are fucking broke dude we have a 31 trillion dollar national debt they're going to tack on another 1.7 to that there's no money left how are we sending 45 billion dollars we have nothing we have nothing inflation is running out of control the american people are going to be so fucked over the next few years and meanwhile these rich fucking politically connected pieces of shit all over the world are just going to be fucking rolling in dough and they get they get to call themselves heroes they get to write the history books that says they did all these like you know courageous things Ugh, it's disgusting, man. I can't take it anymore. I really can't. I watched the fucking replay of that that whole fucking thing. And then I watched some of the news coverage. I saw Hillary Clinton out there saying he was like, oh, that the speech was just tremendous. And he's so fucking courageous and all this shit. And we need to support. Oh, God. Oh, my God. If there's any reason for you not to support Zelensky, it's that Hillary Clinton supports Zelensky. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, everything about the whole thing is just insane. And the more you look into it, the more you, the the deeper you get down the rabbit hole of seeing where the money's actually going and seeing the history of what's been going on there. Like the whole reason that we're in this situation to begin with is because the U.S. and NATO have been constantly putting pressure on Russia. Like it, it's like, it's like the the big kid that's really nice. And everybody picks on him and picks on him and picks on him and picks on him. And then finally, he's just like, fuck this and yes. just fucks everybody up. Yeah, That's Russia in this situation. Like they've constantly been poking at them and poking at them and poking at them. And finally, they're just like, all right, fuck you. We're going to do something about it. And then everybody's all like, yeah, no, this insane. is unprovoked. <laughs> it's completely yeah. unprovoked Russian aggression. It's like, uh, no, I think we provoked them a little bit. Yeah, for literally a decade. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, dude, I don't even care at this point who started what. I just want this shit to be over. Just stop it. Just fucking stop it. I don't care about Ukraine. I really don't. I, I you know, and I guarantee you all of these people flying the Ukraine flag. That was another thing. He brought in a battle flag of Ukraine. It's like as if we don't have enough Ukrainian flags flying around this country right now. We need one more from the battlefield, blah, 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 blah. But all of these people, I guarantee you, 90% of them could not show you Ukraine on a map. I, I would, it might even be higher than that. What was that, that statistic? Do you remember when uh, there was that, uh, that uh, beauty pageant or something with um, that chick that the question was like, 50% of Americans can't find America on a map. Like, why do you think that is? And she's just like the Iraq and such as, and, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Mario Lopez, just like stand there trying to keep a straight face. Uh, if 50% of Americans can't find America on a map, 95% of Americans can't find Ukraine on a map. I, I mean, like, yeah. what are we doing here? Stop pretending like you have any idea that of what the current thing that you're you've been told to support is. It, it, it's so ridiculous, dude. You just these people take their marching orders like baby seals and they're just they'll clap for anything. They'll, Ukraine's good. Russia, bad. Support Ukraine. OK, for how long? I don't know. We'll just keep stroking checks as long as it takes. As long as it takes, really, we're just going to keep keep doing this. There's no end in sight. Ukraine's not going to beat Russia in a war. It could be like a, you know, it could be an Afghanistan thing. Like it could be a 20 year fucking conflict. But they're not going to win this. Now, what is winning? What like what are we even what's the goal here? What are we getting for my 45 billion? <laughs> like nobody even asks that. I was thinking about that. It always reminds me of that scene in uh, Casino. Have you seen Casino? It's been a long time, but it's like his uh, his wife is like cheating on him with that fucking guy. And she's like, I need I need another I need some more money. And he's like, oh, how much? He's like twenty five thousand. He's like twenty five thousand. That, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Like, uh, what do you need the money for? And she's like, you're really going to ask me that? Like, 
how dare you ask me? You don't trust me, blah, blah, blah. blah. And he's like, I- I'm not getting angry. I just, I just want to know where the 25,000 is going to go. Like, what do you need this for? And she starts getting all defensive. We're not even asking that. It's just like, it's not even a matter of what you're going to do with the money. It's like, how much do you need? And can I get you a little more? It's unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Casino, too. Probably want to watch that again. It's like, what did you do with the first $45 billion I gave you? <laughs> How about yeah. just that? How about you show us that? Show us the receipts on that, and we'll consider uh, another forty-five. But all of these politicians... It's amazing how supportive they are for causes when it costs them nothing. It costs them no uh, political blowback. They don't have to reach into their own pockets and stroke a check. No, no. They can just steal from everybody else and line their pockets in the process and help out their political friends overseas. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. You know them well by now. They are our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your morning started right with the taste of freedom. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzotti, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I.coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at Lorenzotti.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. Anyway, there's just nothing more disgusting for me than watching politicians pat themselves on the back for shit like this. You want to talk about some of the numbers right quick while we're just yeah. while we're covering this stuff because i've got i've been i have been following it for a while and just kind of keeping up with it so uh, currently the united states has sent 22.9 billion in military aid uh 9.9 billion in humanitarian aid and another 15.1 billion in just straight up financial aid uh that is just shy of 50 billion 47 something and by far the most that's actually been sent by any country um uh, the European Union has contributed roughly 30 billion in financial aid, but that's not so then if we keep going and look, they've only budgeted for 30 billion. They haven't actually contributed 30 billion. They've only actually contributed eight. And then all the rest comes from the US. And the US has sent 18 and a half of the of the military aid, the 22. Point nine billion. 18 and a half billion of that is weapons and equipment. And, th- and this is the stuff that I was talking like, and um, you can actually get lists of the specific items that are being sent. So the problem with that, and then the other 4.4 is, is uh, of the, of that is financial aid with military purpose. So, it's it's just more money, but it's with military purpose. But the problem with the eighteen and a half billion worth of weapons and equipment is that the overwhelming majority of that is too technologically advanced for Ukraine's military to actually use it. So that's why it's all being carried to Libya and Syria and being sold on black markets to terrorist organizations from Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan because we actually supported <laughs> all of yeah we actually supported all of those people and they actually have the technological equipment to be able to use it because we gave it to them in the past yeah yeah it was funny he was talking about that in his speech he's like we'll be ready our soldiers will be ready to train on like the patriot missile system missile defense system and all this shit it's like dude f- <sighs> i don't know man it is just absolutely these are insane amounts of money how much did we spend every year in in our wars like in afghanistan and iraq i don't even think we spent that much i think it was less than 45 billion yeah i think ukraine i think ukrainian military spending has already exceeded the iraq war yeah like 
this is insane. Like what? <laughs> There's no possible way they're using this money for what it was uh, billed to the American people as. And even if they were, this is a bad idea. We should not be involved in this at all. Um, and this conflict would have been over so long ago. We're, we're just we're delaying the inevitable. And it's just it's costing people their lives. It's costing us a fortune. And it's driving me absolutely crazy. Can we just fucking stop it? <laughs> just stop. Pick up the climate change torch again. <laughs> Let's fight that battle. <laughs> I don't know that I can't I can't watch this guy march into Washington again. He's going to do it again in like three, four months. He's going to need another 45 billion and he's going to come in there with it wearing his fucking frontline uniform. He's not even wearing like a military like the, wouldn't he have like a fancy military uniform at least like some nice dress dressed whites or whatever like that. I guess that maybe they don't have white, but. You know, like when you go to a, a functioning, you know, like a, a function as a military member, you got all your medals and everything. No, nah, no, nah, just a sweatshirt, <laughs> sweatshirt and boots. Like, come on. We man. want you to believe that he really came from the front line. Like he was actually out there. That's why he's wearing. Right. I know. And it's so transparently bullshit. I can't believe people can't see through this at this point. I mean, I, I the initial thing with all the property, I remember we, we were talking about like this just doesn't feel right. Everyone's on board from Hillary Clinton to Mitch McConnell, the corporate press. They're all pushing this. And this just like stinks to high heaven. It's like, yeah, it would be great if the Ukrainian people had their independence. But this isn't a fight for their independence. Uh, as we talked about, like Zelensky's a corrupt motherfucker, too. And he's been, you know, he's propaganda. He's shut down any press that isn't giving the message that he wants out there. This is not like the... I mean, even if democracy was a good idea, this is not the quintessential democracy. And democracy is a farce, as we've been through many times on this show. But yeah, dude, how are people not getting the message on this one? And how many more times know. can we go through it with them still supporting, just blindly supporting Ukraine? Yeah, it's mind boggling. Like the, you know, they 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 get all they get all up in arms about um, how right-wing media is running everything and that there's no um the left-wingers are the ones who are being suppressed and blah 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 okay if that was actually the case why aren't we hearing anything about the literal media suppression that's going on in ukraine where anybody who dissents on the war or or like tells the truth about hey you know maybe we kind of put ourselves in this position by uh letting the United States and NATO do all of this bullshit for the last 10 years. And like anybody who says anything about that and tries to tell the truth about the history of the situation and why, why they're actually in it, or, you know, the fact that they're continuing to make it worse when it could be over with like, I don't know, six, eight months ago, uh, those people get suppressed and, and taken off of all, all platforms. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. It I was thinking it'd be pretty funny to do like a meme where you just describe everything that's happened in Ukraine with Zelensky with like, you know, the, the backing of Nazis and shutting down national media and putting journalists in fucking prison and shutting down churches. And you just say like, you started out as like Donald Trump and then like, Oh, just kidding. At the end, that was Zelensky. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if, if anybody else was doing, if Donald Trump was pulling this shit, it would, they would be in the fucking streets rioting. And uh, here they are supporting this guy, hook, line, and sinker. No matter what he asks for, we're going to give it to him, maybe even more than he asks for. And we're going to pat ourselves on the back in the process. It's just, ugh. When this whole thing started, he said right off the bat that they were going to need roughly $7 billion in aid every month. Yeah, I remember, yeah, $8 billion, 7 or $8 billion. yeah. <laughs> like, we, this, they told us what they were going to do. He said that they were going to need $7 billion a month to keep, to be able to fight this war. And oh, but then Mitch McConnell, it's a good investment. They keep saying, and who's that? The fucking eye patch guy. This is a great investment for the American people. Get the fuck out of here. Investment. I, I don't think you guys know what that. Well, I do know that they know what that word means because I keep getting all these fucking alerts that they're buying these stocks and shit right before regulations come through. So they know how to make an investment. This is not an investment. This is bullshit. This is a fucking boondoggle. 
It's yeah. not an investment for the American people. It's an investment for the well-connected politicians right. who are going to keep sending their nephews and nieces and children and grandchildren over there to work for these big energy and steel and, and all these other companies and bring home hundreds of millions of dollars that we send over there. Like that's taxpayer money that we are sending over there. They are then giving that money to all of these connected politicians, kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, family members. Those people are then bringing the money back. Uh, that's, you know, and it just, the that's big how guy they get around it. Cut. That's how they get around the revolving door shit and all these conflicts of interest. It doesn't, it just shows you how unworkable a government is. No matter what regulations you put in place, no matter what rules, what constitution, you can write down all the shit you want. They will find a way around it. I guarantee you there's there's nothing illegal about their fucking nephew working for some Ukrainian country. And there's technically there's nothing. I mean, it is unconstitutional, but they, they send this fucking money overseas all the time. And it's just, yeah, it's a way of fucking laundering the money and getting it to come back into their fucking pockets. It's one big fucking circle jerk. And the fact that the American people are still like turning a blind eye to this is incredible to me. It's yeah, I just I, I can't imagine buying the the bullshit that Zelensky is selling this far into the conflict. Initially, I, I get it, you know, like, especially not being like a red pill libertarian on these issues. OK, I see how you kind of fall for it at first. But can't you just see that this what this guy is fucking doing? It's just so obvious. And then, yeah, it would be nice if the corporate press would report on some of this other stuff so that people could actually see where um where people's uh, loyalties really lie and where this money is going. But of course you actually have to seek that out and nobody has time for that. Uh, the vast majority of American people, you know, they're getting up, they're going to work, they have a family, like they don't have time to dig into all this crazy shit. Like you and I do. Um, That's kind of white, white pilling over the last month or so. I, I have had a couple people that surprised me who asked, Hey, what's going on with the whole Ukraine stuff? Like is uh, I have friends who, you know, have the Ukraine flag on their bio and and all this other stuff. And everybody thinks that we need to really be supporting Ukraine. I know you you look into stuff like that, like what's actually going on. And then when I explain to them what's going on, they're like, holy fuck, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, that's uh, like I can send you all the links and stuff to all of that. Like it's this is 100 percent legit. And then they're just like, why are we doing this? Because they can, because people all the money. not necessarily like them, but other people are just going to. Yeah. The lemmings will just support them. They'll clap their hands as long as you know it's not Donald Trump doing it. We're fine with it. And yeah, it, and then yeah, these. I guess uh, we can get out of here on the the Twitter journalist story because these so-called journalists will never cover any of this shit. And the one thing they will cover is um, Elon Musk's live um, live location on Twitter. And then when he's like, uh, no, you're, I'm not going to let you do that to me. I'm going to kick you off of fucking Twitter. Then that's, you know, that's very dangerous to our democracy. <laughs> it's dude. I was watching that story unfold and I was actually, I was at the airport at the time I was doing some traveling and it, it was just, I was like, wait, first of all, none of you motherfuckers gave a shit when they shut down the, the New York posts uh account for putting out a story like an actual legitimate story uh this you know people were like oh well they just like kind of linked to this thing this kid is he like he found out some way to fucking hack into the the like the encrypted code that shows you where the jet is going right for lack of a better term like some of this is public information but he, Elon was going out of his way to hide where his plane was going and what his location was going to be. This kid found a way around it and they report on this story and link to what the kid puts out there, which gives you Elon Musk's location. Um, if I were Elon Musk, I would kick these fucking people off of Twitter. <laughs> like, I don't know. How about you just don't fucking tweet out my live location? It seems like a very reasonable uh, rule. To have and it's very um enforceable it's objective it's like he said if you dox people you get a seven-day ban which i thought was light 
a seven day ban. I'm getting seven day bans for a, a fucking Hunter Biden meme I put up a year ago. Like last week, they'll just be like, yeah, we found this one. You're getting a ban. It, but it, it's incredible. Like, dude, just fucking report on some actual news. If you want to call yourself a journalist and you want me to fucking feel bad for you when you get a a slight like slap on the wrist for pissing off the owner of fucking Twitter. <laughs> well, and then did you see where Taylor Lorenz like wiped her entire Twitter account and set it to private right before she got suspended because she's she has been guilty of doxing people on multiple occasions like not she not just the libs of tiktok account but she doxed other people in the past as well and so like they they uh came after her but it was funny because she completely wiped everything off her account and then then set the account to private right before she got right before she got suspended doxing is such a fucking bitch move it is such a bitch move. Like you don't, you're not man enough to like fight your own battles or something. So you're going to post this stuff and hope that somebody else goes and does what you think should be done and ruins their life or something like, dude, fuck you. What a bitch move to to dock somebody. I would give them a, a much stricter. I mean, to me, that pisses me off a lot more than anything that has gotten people kicked off. Like, the Alex Jones thing. Doxing is worse than anything he said. I, I mean, you never know what somebody's going to do uh, when you dox someone. But at a minimum, you're trying to ruin their life. Right. You're trying to mobilize people to use force against them. like, Or in some way to go after them in their yeah. personal space. Yeah. You're uh, trying like, to get them fired from their job or something like that. Um, because you don't like them. And that, dude, that is like such a scummy fucking bitch move. I can't imagine being that kind of person. And so, yeah, I think um, kicking people off of Twitter for doing that, uh, I'm fine with it. That's a, that's a rule that I think, you know, everybody should abide by and shouldn't have a problem with. But the, you know, the, the amount of uh, vitriol spewed at Elon Musk for that. And some were saying like, oh, like they didn't link to it. I, I I, don't know. I mean, I never, I didn't check all the the links to make sure that, but I, f- I feel like he's not just like going out of his way to kick people off of Twitter. I feel like they wrote the story and they linked to the fucking thing. He, he kicked them off. And then he did a poll and he put them back on, right? He did a poll like after like two days or something. I don't like yeah. all these democratic polls either. Yeah. Democracy is a force. Uh- be a, be a dick be a strong dictator don't be some pussy democratic ruler oh yeah didn't he put out a poll too that said he was going to like step down if it uh, i think he was probably i don't think he intended to run the day to day of twitter for a long term anyway like i think after the first of the year he was intending to do something along those lines anyway but i think he ran the poll just to see I think the poll may have been a dual purpose, like to see where where some of the bots are, because you see that on some of these accounts. There was one there was one uh, Twitter poll that he did. I think it was the one about Trump, like bringing Trump back. And initially it was like huge margin. It was like 73 or 76 percent were saying bring Trump in or bring Trump back. And then as the poll hit like the last half of, uh, cause I think it was like a 24 hour poll after it hit like the 12, 12 hours left or 11 hours left Mark, all of a sudden you saw the no just start like jumping. Like, I mean, it was like something out of the 2020 election, the way that the no's were jumping. And I think he's using some of these polls to draw out bots. Uh, but uh, like, I can't, like, I can't prove that. And I know right. that, I know he says they've worked on removing spam and removing bots and and stuff like that. And and I have gotten less spammy kind of shit of late, so maybe it is working. But uh, I think I think there I think there are ulterior motives with some of his polls. But at the same time, I don't think he intended to run Twitter for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's a, again, and then you're just gonna watch all these people flip flop and be like, oh, now we love democracy again. They didn't like democracy when it said bring Donald Trump back, but if it's Elon Musk should step down, they're going to be all for the vote. Then 
that that vote's not going to concern them at all. And it's just, dude, these fucking journalists, man. I, I mean, think of the utopia we'd be living in if none of them had Twitter accounts. <laughs> democracy is dangerous for democracy unless it's your kind of democracy that's running the democracy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like uh, uh, report on the Twitter files. No, not interested in that. Twitter one, two, three, four, five, six. Not interested. Um, Report honestly on the war in Ukraine. No, where the money's going. No, not interested in that. Four thousand page fucking bullshit. One point seven trillion. Not interested in that. Elon Musk's live location. Yeah. Link to that. Link to that. Oh, what are you kicking me off of Twitter for? All I did was link to the story. It's like, yeah, you know exactly what you fucking did, you jerk offs. Try being an actual journalist for once. That might require work. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like when did journalists become this protected class, by the way? Where it's like, God forbid you kick a journalist off of Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a private company. They can do whatever they want. It really is just funny when people have no, um, guiding principles and they're just sort of like hopping from one thing to the next what like whichever way the wind's blowing that it favors them that's the position they take and then of course the winds inevitably change and they look like complete buffoons anyway um i gotta get out of here pretty soon i gotta get to the airport and try to make sure my bags don't end up in milwaukee um two days after i get there well, have safe travels, and I'm sure we will hear all about the nightmare that is your flying experience on the next episode. Yeah, assuming I survive. <laughs> it always is a nightmare. Yeah, this is not, I'm not looking forward to this one at all. Um, I, I just can't believe anybody would want to go back to the Midwest for Christmas or something like that. Next year, I think we're going to do it here. People got to start coming to me. <laughs> but you know assuming i i make it in one piece it'll be nice to see everybody well uh my youngest sister's not coming so i won't see her or my nephew but you know it is what it is three out of four ain't bad um so yeah i guess i don't know when i'll probably just put this out like sometime over the next few days or whatever maybe after christmas um, did you listen to the interview with um, Mikel Thorpe that had my audio in it? <laughs> no, I've got to listen to your your audio. I've, I've listened to his side of it. Uh, yeah, I had I to put it together. It wasn't that bad, but I'm glad I fucking um, recorded my end separately because that would have been that would have been a bad one. Yeah, I, I uh, that that was a good one. I just put that out. So if you guys haven't already, you should listen to that. That's um some really good information in there. A lot of things to think about for next year to make sure that you are in a position to not get caught in one of these fascist countries and uh, protect yourself from the outrageous taxation that's coming down the pike to fund all of these lavish lifestyles of these pussy politicians it really is unbelievable. I mean, like I, I complained about it before my property taxes went up 20%. That's insane. And they give you a month to pay it. It's like, oh, here's yeah, extra fifteen hundred dollars that that you weren't expecting. Yeah, give it to me by the end of the month, and uh, yeah. But there's always there's always money for the Zelenskys of the world. Why don't they? Yeah, why don't they just print everything? Why are they even going through this charade of taxing us? They spend twice as much as they collect in taxes now. What's the point? As long as they keep up the charade. It keeps people believing yeah. that their tax dollars are actually going yeah, to this work. This is the price you pay for blah 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 civilized society. It's like no, no. This as is long as they, they keep, steal from you. As long as they keep taxing you, the average idiot will keep believing that it's for a purpose. If they stop doing it altogether, then everybody re would realize just what a, a whole like joke right. this yeah. whole thing they is. They stop doing it all together, and the government just keeps getting bigger and bigger and spending more and more money. Like this, this omnibus bill to so we can fund the government and keep the, the lights on. Who cares? Let the lights go out. How about we just take a break from government and see what happens? Watch how little of this you need. You know, it'd be like fucking Twitter, where he fired like 80% of the fucking staff, and Twitter's just fine. We could get rid of 80% of the government 
today and you won't notice a fucking thing. You wouldn't notice a goddamn thing except more money in your bank account. Guaranteed. There, there is more uh, bloat and waste and fraud and abuse than ever before. And uh, it really is just incredible the that people support this kind of system. It Even if you're going to support it, you can't possibly approve of the way they operate. I mean, this is ridiculous. 4,000-page bills, $2 trillion in spending. Nobody knows where anything's going. There's no oversight. There's no audit. There's no nothing. They just do whatever the hell they want. It's crazy. But yeah, we're, we're the crazy ones that, that want to get rid of this whole fucking system that's based on uh, yeah legalized monopoly on the use of force and stealing from people and caging them and killing them overseas. And... Uh, did I leave anything out? Yeah, I'm propagandizing um, you to uh, send your children off to die overseas as well. Things like that. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I hope everybody has a, a much better holiday experience than I'm about to go through. And um, a happy new year. I don't know what the the next week is going to look like. I will be back here for New Year's, but I don't know if I'm going to have like the space to do a podcast until maybe next year. So we'll have to kind of play that by ear. So if I don't get to talk to you all before the end of the year, have a great uh, end of 2022. This year can fucking suck me, but whatever. 2023 is going to be a lot better. We're going to do this I'll start doing the show three days a week. We're going to get a sub stack going. It's going to be fucking great. So uh, follow us on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. Become a supporting listener of the show. A link to that in the description. Don't support Ukraine anymore. It's enough already. If you guys can do all that for us, we will be back sometime in the near future with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.